Good morning, church. Can you all stand up with me? We're going to get ready to worship the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the hope of all nations, the hope of every heart, love with feet walking in our midst. He came to save. He came to destroy the powers, the principalities, those things that came for you. He destroyed their power. They have no power anymore. And so we come together as a community of believers. We believe in God the Father. We believe in his son Jesus, Savior of all mankind. We believe in the Holy Ghost and the gifts of the Holy Ghost which ushers in the power of heaven for the here and the now. We have come into this place to worship, to minister to the heart of God, and we will leave changed forever. We will be empowered to do what we have been born to do. You don't come into his presence casually. This isn't a casual experience. This is, a, this is the king above all kings. I'm telling you, kids, listen to me. This is the king of above every king. And as we sing and we worship, he smiles down upon us. His arms are open wide to receive his people and the praises of his people. Amen. Amen. The Lord said this morning, lay it all down. Lay it all down. Whatever you came in with this morning, lay it down. While we begin to worship, lay it down. When we take communion, just lay it down. When we worship some more, lay it down. When you hear the message, just lay it down. Whatever it is you came in with that's not of him, we're going to lay it down this morning. And we're going to leave it where it needs to be, which is at the foot of the cross where it needs to be because he's redeemed us, restored us, healed us. He's provided for us. He's done all that we ever need is done in the name of Jesus. So we're going to do a call to worship here. If you could put the slide up. We say this together, the count of three. It's out of 2 Samuel 22 and verse 47. One, two, three. The Lord lives. Blessed be my rock. Let God be exalted. The rock of my salvation. Let us worship. I had something different planned this morning. I think this was my own mind. I was writing here what I thought we needed to say, what the Lord wanted to do. But he showed me something different that I think we need to share this morning. It comes out of Luke 24. And again, maybe you all have read this before and you saw this happen. But when I read it for the first time, my eyes were opened to what it is that we're doing and what it is we're about to do when we take this communion. And it's the story of Jesus walking with some of the disciples on the road to Emmaus. And he was walking, and those who were walking with him didn't recognize it was Jesus. This was after he had risen from the dead. And it says in verse 28, Then they draw near to the village where they were going, and he indicated that he would have gone farther, but they constrained him, <laughs> saying, Abide with us, abide with us, for it is toward evening, and the day is far spent. 
And he went in to stay with them, and now it came to pass, listen to this, as he sat at the table with them, he took the bread, blessed it, and broke it, and gave it to them. Verse 31, then their eyes were opened, and they knew him. Oh, church, may our eyes be open to know him in even a greater sense and in a greater realm when we come and take communion today like we've never seen him before. Lay every preconceived notion, lay it all down. Lay it all down before you even get to this table. Everything you thought that he was, he is more. Everything you thought he did for you, he has done more. Today, I believe your eyes will be opened to a greater revelation that you have not seen and not understood before when we take communion together today. Their eyes were opened and they knew him. It says, and he vanished from their sight and they said to one another, did not our heart burn within us while he talked with us on the road and while he opened up the scriptures? So that very hour, they returned to Jerusalem and found the eleven, those who were there gathered together, saying, The Lord is risen. (laughs) The Lord is risen indeed, for he has appeared to Simon. And they told about the things that had happened on the road. The things that had happened on the road about he was known to them in the breaking of bread. My heart's prayer, our heart's prayer is that you will know him even deeper, even greater, with even more when we take communion this morning. Just some instructions for the congregation if you've not been here before, if it's your first time. The way we take communion is there's a table up here, and I like if you're in to come down these aisles right in front of the table. So if you're in this section of that one, come down these aisles and then circle back to your seats the opposite way so that there's not a congestion or a pile up here as we get the communion elements. I also ask that you hold on to them for a minute until everybody has them, and we're going to come back up here, and we're going to take communion together as a church family. And our eyes shall be opened to see even more than we've ever seen before. Our eyes will be opened to truth that we've never seen before. And the Lord said, just lay it all down. Lay it all down. Lay it all down before you get up here. Lay it, lay it down on the way up here. Just lay it down. Put it aside, and we're going to take communion together in just a few minutes. So come, come to the table. You paid it all. Lord, may our eyes be opened. (laughs) May our eyes be opened with greater revelation of who you are and what you've done. Coming down from heaven to live a sinless life by the power of the Holy Spirit. To pay for every sin for all of us on that cross. 
you cried out, Oh God, why have you forsaken me? When you were on that cross, at that moment, all of the sin of all of eternity placed on your shoulder. And you cried, It is finished. The debt was paid in full. And then you rose again on the third day, defeating death, defeating the grave, defeating sickness. So we can be in eternity with you, a hope above all hopes, demonstrated by a love above all love. The Bible says that There's no greater love than when one lays down his life. And so as we celebrate this communion together, may a greater revelation of your love for us penetrate and permeate our hearts. The story of the cross story of the cross is the story of yes you can because there was this great question can a man live on the earth and empowered by the Holy Spirit can that man cling to his father in heaven and can that man fulfill the purposes of the father and can that man Turn away from sin in the midst of temptation, in the midst of betrayal, in the midst of hopelessness, in the midst of pain, suffering, persecution, hardship, trial, sword. Can he do it? And he did. And when he did, what he showed was that it's possible for man to live on this earth and empowered by the same Holy Spirit. We cling to our Father in heaven and we we endure trials and hardships and suffering and persecutions and we put one foot in front of the other and we fulfill the plans and the purposes of our Father in heaven here on earth. The message of the cross is yes, you can. Yes, you can. Jesus, our example. And in the resurrection, the enemy was defeated. And it rings out across eternity. Yes, you can. And I see Jesus. And he reaches down from his seat at the right hand of the Father. And his hand is extended to you this day. And it is in the breaking and the taking of this bread together. And in the drinking of the cup of his sufferings. That we take hold of his hand. And it is in that bond that he says, yes, you can. And I will never let you go. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord.
Bible says to her, I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus on the same night in which he was betrayed took this bread. We had given thanks. He broke it and said, Take, eat. This is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Let us partake. In the same manner, he took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often, as often, as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. Let us partake. So church, stand with me. Let us continue to worship this wonderful King of Kings and Lord of Lords. It is in his presence. It is in his presence, hidden in him. Our worship of him, out of his presence, flows hope to the hopeless, flows power to the powerless. It is in his presence. It is in the turning of your eyes to him, magnifying him magnifying him greater than all of the sin that you can't get your head off of. Get your eyes off of yourself. Get your eyes off of the enemy. Get your eyes off of the mountain and turn your eyes unto Jesus and the mountain will move. The mountain will move when your eyes are upon him, when your worship is about him, who he is, what he has done. In, the, in that space of adoration, in that space of magnification, in that space of soaking in his presence, Pressing into his presence, fighting to get into his presence. Get there, stay there, because it is life. It is the only place where life is found. It is the only way to victory is in his presence. We are going to sing again that there is no rival. He has no equal. Forever and now and forever, he reigns. You have got to lay it all down. You have got to lay it all down. Singing, you have no rival while you're holding on to your thoughts, to your plans, to your hopes, to your solutions. Doesn't work. He has no rival. He doesn't need your help to solve your problems. He needs your worship. He needs your eyes to be filled, your life to be filled, your mouth to be filled with him, with all of him. It's got to be all Jesus and none of me. A hundred percent Jesus is where the victory is found. He has no rival in this place, in our hearts.
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. The word to me this morning as I woke up was hope. Mm. If you are here and you do not know the hope of Jesus, you need him. You need to know him. You need to find out about who he is. If you are here this morning and you do not have the hope of Jesus, I'm telling you, he's so much more than hope. He's power. It's life. Forgiveness of sins. A new way. He's health and wholeness. He's the source of everything. Of everything. You know, we all look around sometimes and we look around at, oh, that person's doing so well and that person is so well-spoken. That person seems so bold and strong. You know, we don't even know what we're seeing. The life of a person on the inside is hidden from the eyes of men, but not from the eyes of God. And do you know without Christ, we are all zero? Oh, Reinhard Bonnke, yes, we are all a zero. But if Jesus is the one, if Jesus is a one, next to him, I'm a 10, baby. Woo, I'm a 10. I'm wearing pantyhose today. I'm a 10. And if you be a zero next to me, we'll be a hundred and a thousand. I'll be Reinhard Bonnke. This is not me. Reinhard, I'll be the last zero. That's right. Because it's Jesus who creates our value. He makes the value. Take that one away and we're all just a bunch of zeros lined up together and we equal zero. But you put that one, Jesus. Jesus is the only one who puts value on our lives. You need Jesus. I think most typical church services, at the very end after the message, they say, if anybody wants to accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, if anybody wants to turn their hearts to Him for the first time, or turn their hearts back to Him, even though they've been walking away, we usually save that for the end. But guess what, church? It's not on the cue sheet, but we're going to do it right now. We're going to do it right now. So I'm telling you, if you are here today, if you got invited, maybe it's your second time, third time here, first time here, maybe it's your hundredth time here. And you're looking around saying, I've been here so many times, but I've never made Jesus Christ my Lord and Savior. This is the time to do it. Today is the day of salvation. Today is the day of salvation. So if you're here and you've never made Jesus Christ the Lord of your life, you can do that this morning. We will pray with you. Just slip your hand up right now. Anybody at all, whoever's here. Come on, church. I'll take a minute. Aragon, I see your hand, buddy. Anybody else? Anybody else? No? Aragon, come up here, That's buddy. Right. I want to pray Come for up this here man. with us, dude. Come on, buddy. Come on, buddy. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, have your way. I've been having bad days. Yeah. Dude, I've been having bad days. Let me ask you something. I got tired. I was nine years old, and you know, I was so tired of being a zero. I was tired of feeling like a zero. Are you tired of feeling like a zero? You got the zero on the inside? Yep. Are you ready to put Jesus in front? Yes. You know what the number 10 is, right? 
is the number one in front, and then we come after. And he takes our zero, and he makes it into a 10. He takes our zeros, and he makes them into 100, 100, 1,000. We're going to put Jesus right up in front, baby, and he's never going to leave you. Now, let me tell you something. Those bad days aren't going to go away like magic, okay? They don't go away. That's right, they do. I know that. I know that. And let me just, if, if you look around here, all these grown-ups, we live it. We're living it. We're living it. But we put Jesus at the top of our day. We surround ourselves with him. We come to church and we fall on this altar on a Sunday so that we can fill up with him. Take him with us. We fill up in our homes, in our rooms. He's going to come in today, buddy, and you're going to have power. You're going to have power. And you're going to be able to fight those bad days. And Jesus is going to empower you. And your life is never going to be the same. You don't have... All right. Are you ready? Are you ready? Pastor Jason's going to pray with you. Go ahead and lift your hands up to heaven. Lift them up. Both hands up to heaven. Thank you, Jesus. Stretch your hands out to him. Worship you, Jesus. Oh, Father, yes. We say, come. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy come, Spirit. Jesus name. Father, Fill this boy up. As a church, we stand name. before you, Lord. And we name. commit the way Lord. and the life of this child unto you. Father, as a church, we will stand with him. He is not alone. He is not alone. We thank you for the life of Aragon. Fill him up, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Fill him up for his life. Aragon, just repeat this after me. Say, Jesus Christ, you are my Lord and Savior. And I put you first in my life. And even if I feel like a zero, with you I am a ten. And with you I can overcome. And with you I can have victory. And even those bad days, you'll turn them to good. Because you are my King of Kings. You are my King of Kings. Yes. And you are my Lord of Lords. Yes. More of you in my life. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Let's celebrate with Him. ever. I'm sorry. That just did it for me. Best church ever. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you. We worship you. You are the life changer, the life transformer. Father, I thank you for the boldness and the faith of a child to lead us. (laughs) To inspire. Father, thank you for all that you've done. Father, each of us ask, just stretch your hands up, each of us ask for more of you and less of me. More of you and less of me today. More of you and less of me today. Thank you, Lord. More of you. We lay it all down at your feet. Have your way in this place. Have your way in this vessel. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. 
Let's just rest in his presence just for a minute. I'm in no rush. I don't know about you, but I'm not in a rush. The Bible says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. And he leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. And you anoint my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Father, we dwell with you. Father, we thank you that we are part of your kingdom, part of your family, that we can dwell in your house forever. Father, thank you for being here with us this morning. Thank you for lives changed. Thank you for things that needed broken. We're broken in Jesus' name. We give you all the honor, the praise, and the glory for it. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Give the Lord a hand. He is good. He is good. All right, kids, and middle school, you guys both can be dismissed. Your teachers are waiting for you. Everyone else, turn around and say hello to someone. How many of you guys are ready to continue to worship the Lord through giving? Amen. He's such a good God. We were praying this morning, and there was just this, as we were praying, there was this sense of releasing of finances, a loosening of finances, wherever they were bound up at, or wherever they were, there was just this sense that the finances that are needed for your life and the finances that are needed for this ministry are loosened, and that they are coming, and they are flooding this place, and they are coming this way. Amen? How many want to receive that in Jesus' name? We've been walking through uh, 2 Corinthians 9, uh, and I want to just read just a couple verses here, and then we'll pray. It says, and I want to start in verse 10. Now may he who supplies the seed to the sower, come on church, he supplies the seed. We're just planting the seed back to being obedient to what he has. He actually has given us the seed to start with. It's like not even ours anyway. He's giving it to us, and then we get to plant it. And bread for food, supply and multiply the seed you have uh, sown and increase the fruits of your righteousness while you are enriched in everything with all uh, liberality and causes thanksgiving through us to God. I'm going to skip down to verse 13. While through the proof of this ministry they glorify God, we will glorify God for the obedience of your confession to the gospel of Christ. That's what it's all about, church. Why do we give? Just to see God's kingdom expanded, to see the glory of God move in this place and in this area and in this world, sharing the gospel of Christ and sharing with them and all men. We need to share this with all men. Verse 14, and by their prayer for you, who long for you because of his exceeding grace of God in you, thanks be to God for this indescribable gift. This is a gift from God. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we just thank you that you are the seed provider, 
We thank you that you're the seed multiplier. We thank you that your word promises that we have all things that we need for life and for godliness. We thank you, Lord, your word says we shall worry about nothing. We're not going to worry about how 90% goes further than 100, but we're going to trust in you and trust in you alone. So, Father, we trust you today with our finances. We thank you that you are the God of multiplication. In Jesus' name, amen.